Hi, Oncers. It's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. And let's get into episode 712, A Taste of the Heights. On the day of Tiana's coronation, a confrontation with Dr. Facilier compels her to take a trip through the bayou, where a surprising encounter changes her life and the hunt for an alligator takes a dark turn. In Hyperion Heights, Sabine reconnects with an old friend whose plans could jeopardize her culinary dreams. Meanwhile, Rogers and Weaver investigate a blind witch, leading them to a shocking discovery about the coven. This one's written by David H. Goodman and Brigitte Hales and directed by Nina Lopez Cordo. That's a new one. It is a new one. She's never directed an episode of Once before, so welcome to her. Yay! We do have some guest stars for this episode. Yes. We have Rebecca Mater, of course, as Zelina. Robin Givens is back as Eudora, who you will remember is Tiana's mother. Daniel Francis is back as Dr. Facilier slash Mr. Samdi. Jeff Pierre is making his first appearance as Hunter slash Naveen slash Drew. Now, I want to know why he has three names. Well, I get the two. Yeah, Naveen and Drew make sense. I think Hunter is supposed to be lowercased, like as in a hunter, not, not as like in you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Roberts is back as Remy. We've seen him a few times. And Chilton Crane is here as Hilda. Maybe the Blind Witch? I'm thinking it's the Blind Witch. Okay. So we got a promo for this episode. Y- yeah. <laughs> and I say that because was it really a promo for this episode? Because Tiana's in about maybe a second. Yeah. It's a... It's kind of a weird promo. Yes. So first it starts with Lucy laying flowers at her grandmother's grave, which this is what I have a problem with real TV. It takes at least six months to get a gravestone made and engraved with your name. Yep. So how does she already have it? Poof, it was magic. Yeah, It's obviously magic. And it looks like we're not done with the tower. Right. That makes sense because Hook did, well, Nook. We are going to call him Nook from now on. Yay! Did raise Alice in that tower. And it looks like, I'm going to guess, okay, so we see the tower, but then it looks like we flash over to Hyperion Heights. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, I'm going to guess Alice is jumping out of a window onto another building. I'm going to say guess because you cannot tell who it is. It is the fastest little clip. I've watched it like 10 times and that's who I'm guessing it is. A lot of this promo is a lot of very quick clips that, don't run together very well. No. But we Alice does say something's awful going to happen. Well, duh, this is once. <laughs> but then we do see Nook, and he's there with Smee, and it looks like there are, there's a duel going on because they're shooting each other. Well, Smee's not shooting. There's some other person that's shooting at Nook. Yes. And it's really cool. I really like the, the shot that we got to see because it was the two bullets crossing each other in front of Smee. Mm-hmm. So that was actually really cool to me. But it looks like Nook gets hit. Yeah, I kind of thought so, too. I thought he moved. The first couple times I saw it, I was like, did he move out of the way of that? But it doesn't look like it. And then we see Lucy talking with Henry. So we're now back in Hyperion Heights and says that tonight's the night we he finally gets to give Jacinda a true love's kiss. So I'm going to guess they go on a date or a sure. stay in date. No, it looks like they're staying in. Netflix and chill. 
Yeah. I don't I don't quite get why Lucy knows that. Uh, I don't know. She's been reading so many books. Sure. Um, then we see Rogers and Weaver. They're breaking into some place. And a girl in a red cape runs by, which I'm going to guess is Alice again. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of really short clips and they don't show you anything. So. Yeah. I was going to say, and we have yet to mention Tiana. Right. We've mentioned like every other character, but the the person who centric this is. Um, yeah. Because then we see Regina saying that someone is killing witches. Okay. Which, so I guess the doctor from the last episode is a witch? Is she a witch doctor? Well, that's Dr. <laughs> Facilier. I getcha, I getcha, I getcha. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> and then we do see Lucy reading from a page of the book saying that if Henry should break the curse, he will die. So she knows that part. Yeah. And then at the very, very, very end, there's one tiny little snippet of Tiana in a boat. Woohoo. So (laughs) there's your flashback. Yeah, exactly. So let's see. We got a couple photos, which still don't help us out at all. Nope. (laughs) These are some pretty random photos. Um, They are mostly of a very old woman who has... Her eyes completely white, so obviously going with the whole blind old woman look. And she looks like she's inside of a bakery, like maybe it's her bakery. Um, and there are a lot of gingerbread houses. Wasn't the gin- the witch from the gingerbread story, wasn't she blind? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think this is probably supposed to be the blind witch from Hansel and Gretel. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's not being played by the actress who played her. You know, in the first, it's a retelling, so they didn't have to bring her back. Yeah, this is Blind Witch (laughs) 2.0. Okay, so then we see um, Weaver and Rogers walking through town, and then they walk into her the Blind Witch's shop. Yep. So it's a single scene. All these photos are from this one scene, really, which has been the trend lately. Um, But the one thing that's really odd is that it's not. There are no pictures of Tiana in either Hyperion Heights. Or in uh, Enchanted Forest 2.0. Yeah, so it's really strange that they don't have anything from her. And this is, but the promo is, or the synopsis is all about her. Yeah. Okay, let's get into some casting news because we got some great information. Yes. And while it's not a lot of information, I think it really is going to help everyone. Yeah. And so uh, the first thing is, is that there is a quote from Eddie Kitsis. Because the finale is coming up, everyone wants to know who's returning. And he says, once is home to everyone, and there's an open invitation for every actor who has been on the show to come back in the finale, so we'll see who's available. If the question is, will the final two hours remind us of the first six years, then the answer is yes. Yep, so it seems very much like it's an open invite. It could be anybody. Um, I think, of course, the big question is, about Jennifer Morrison, if she would come back for another episode, because she has said so many times, one and done, but that was before the show got canceled. So a lot of people have been wondering, and she was at a con um, just this past weekend, actually, and the very first question out of a fan's mouth at her panel was, will you come back for the series finale? And her response was that she was trying to make it work. Now, I'm going to caution this just by saying that at that point, just this past weekend, what's important to know is that the finale has been written. 
the writers have actually left the writing room. If you guys are following them on social media, particularly uh, Brigitte Hales, she posted like photo of the day, be- counting down until they were officially gone from the writers' room. Uh-huh. Adam, in fact, posted a shot of the whiteboard. You know, the famous once whiteboard, and it, all it said was goodbye. Yeah. So they're done. Now, that doesn't mean that Adam and Eddie, who are probably 100% writing this series finale, that they can't insert her in some way if Jennifer Morrison does decide to come back. I, I'm i going from- to also bet that they are on set, so if someone shows up and says, hey, I'm here, they can write something. Yeah. I am a little more cautious. I tend to believe that Jen really did want to move on and that she's going to stand by her one and done. I think when she says she's trying to make it work, she's trying to sort of appease fans and maybe give them a little bit of hope, but that, you know, it's not something that she's actively pursuing. Right. Um, I think there's a good chance that if we do see Emma, all we're going to see is the back of a blonde head. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be it. You know, it'll be Henry bringing uh, Cinderella and Lucy back to Storybrooke to meet his family. And we'll see the yellow bug. We'll see a blonde woman get out of the car, but we won't ever actually see her face or hear her talk. So it'll just be a body double for Jen. Which, what finale does that remind you of? It's a show we talk about on here. Angel. You went to go see Buffy at the oh, very end. That's and right. all you saw was the back of a was girl's the- head dancing in the club. That's right. Yep. Yep, and so. it, was, it wasn't actually Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yep. Nope. So, yeah, that's a possibility. Nobody's heard anything from Jenny Goodwin or Josh Dallas. You know, they would be the other people probably at the top of our wish list. Yeah. I don't know. Josh has a new gig. We talked about it last time, so I don't know how his availability is. I I don't know. It seems like a weird show. He could take a day. <laughs> the the only other people I, I can think of, people we might want to see again, would be Granny. And Ruby. Ruby. More of the dwarves. Oh, I miss those guys. Um, If Rumple dies in the finale, which a lot of people are predicting, I would bet some very serious money that they got Emily to come back for another episode um, to reunite with Rumple in the afterlife. And some people have sort of theorized that if Rumpel does die and goes to the afterlife, not only would he see Belle, but he would see Balefire as well. And that could be either Dylan Schmidt, who played Balefire um, when we first met him and played him a couple times after that. It could be the the newer Balefire that we met in season six. Or... You never know. They could possibly ask Michael Raymond James to come back and do another scene. Um, they did ask him back for the 100th. Yeah. So Now, what do you think of Robbie Kay? Because there was a post, a picture of him that was on social media. And he was, or for those of you that don't remember, Peter Pan, he was, I think, at the studios for once. Or he was at the, like, he was doing something with once. Yeah. So there have been a couple photos like that over the past about week and a half. I think they had some sort of goodbye party because Robbie Kay and Jesse Schramm, who played the original Cinderella, were all around once his set. So I think it was either a goodbye party or maybe they were 
um, filming like a good, a big town scene ahead of time or something. Although yeah. um, for that, you don't need Robbie Kay because obviously he was such a villain and wouldn't be associated with Storybrooke. Unless, um, unless Rumple dies and they do something with like that. Maybe. So, but we can tell you one person that will be back in episode 20. Yep. And that is Jared Gilmore. He's coming back to play young Henry Mills. But, <laughs> okay, this is my problem. He doesn't look so young anymore. He doesn't. He, I mean, he actually looks like he's 18 now. Yeah. Um, he's definitely not that little kid we met seven years ago. Um, but I think he's coming back to play Henry before he goes off on his adventure. I believe that he and Regina are going to be looking at universities, talking about college. So this is before, I guess, he decides to take some time off and use uh, the motorcycle to get around. Yeah, um, but it they've said it will be a very sweet, emotional mother-son story. Yeah, so that, that'll be good to see. And I bet it ties in really well with Henry in Hyperion Heights. And I wonder if that's the episode when he wakes up. Hmm, it could be. And doesn't die, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but we got a new episode title. We did. Episode 721, Homecoming, written by David H. Goodman. And this is the penultimate episode. Yeah, they're not going to do a different name for the... It's just a two-hour episode. Yeah, I I kind of wonder what the series finale is going to be. Um, most people, I think, are probably of the opinion that it's going to be Happily Ever After. Okay. Because yeah, that's, that that's, that's how all fairy tales end. Happily ever after. Um, if you guys remember back to Once Wonderland, they named the series finale and they lived. So it would make sense that this would be happily ever after. Um, some other people have said they might pull from Lost and call it The End, which was the series finale title for Lost. I don't like that one. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that one. Um, but the only other I've, – I've tossed around the idea that it could be Hope – which has been such a big theme to their show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out really soon because they, they tweet these about every week and a half or so. So I, I bet about two podcasts from now we'll be revealing it. Yay. Okay. And finally, someone else has got a new gig on TV. Yep. Just in case anyone out there thought that there was a chance ABC could change their mind. <laughs> and un- and uncancel the show. Um, Rebecca Mader has been cast on an NBC comedy called Like Family. She'll be a series regular and a like a co lead. So congratulations to her. So even if they would bring it back, she's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, and you know, keep an eye out on that because I bet very very quick. I bet we're going to hear more of this as we get closer to pilot season and and. You know, all the TV, all the TV networks announcing what it is they're picking up. I wouldn't be surprised if Lana gets a new gig. Colin gets a new gig. That's just because everyone's so talented and they were nobodies before they came on the show. Yeah. So I don't think we have anything else to talk about tonight. That's it. Okay. I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at Punk underscore Bunny underscore 87. Until next time, Oncers. <laughs>